Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. Been a good week. I had to move offices and that was kind of disconcerting. Not that I had to move because that's fine that I had to move, but I was told about it on Tuesday and they knew about it the prior Friday and so it caused me a little consternation. But you know, that's life. Plans change and uh, sometimes they get moved up and they get pushed back, but I know you know about that. And as I thought about this week, what do I want to talk about? There are so many good topics that we could discuss, but in that this is a political year, and there are some major things going on, like the war in Ukraine and the war in Gaza, I want to talk about something that has to do with how do you prepare for things? How do you prepare to take care of things, to help people that need helping, and to help those that uh, don't have the means or the ability to help themselves. Well, first of all, I want you to think about a couple of things that are in the Scripture. And whether you're a Christian or not, these things apply, such as the parable about uh, if you're going to build a house. You sit down, you look at the plans, you look at the materials, you look at your money, you see if you have enough to finish the project. And if you don't, you don't start it till you do. Because if you start the project and then don't finish it, everybody's going to be laughing. Look at that half-finished house. Look, they got half of a top story on it. They don't have stairs. They don't have windows. They don't have doors. You get the idea. Or the other one about if you can go out, and I forget the exact numbers because I didn't look it up before I started the podcast, but you're going against another army, and you got 10,000 men, and they got 20,000 men. Now, are your 20,000 men better than that? 20,000 men? I don't know. But you better figure it out, because if not, you're going to get trounced when you get into the battle. And if you know you're going to get trounced, maybe wouldn't it be good to go talk to them before the battle ever start and work things out? Well, that's kind of how it is sometimes in the financial realm. We get paid every other week where I work, and by getting paid every other week, it means we get 26 paychecks, which also means that there's two months out of the year that we get three paychecks. And I often ask my people that are struggling because they want financial help and not that I'm the most genius. I tell them all the time I was the poster child for stupid use of money when I was younger. But finally, I wised up and found a way to get out of debt and stay out of debt so far. But I'm like the drunk that becomes sober. It's one day at a time and I have to watch it. And I tell them, that's what you got to do. Just watch your spending and watch your budget. But I'm holding a class again, and as I say, I ask these people, well, how many checks do you take a month? Well, I get two. And do you live paycheck to paycheck? And they say, yes, we live paycheck to paycheck. And when the third check month comes up, we'll go along, and they're struggling. I say, "Uh, did you realize we had three paychecks this month? And they're like, no, we did? And I said, you're so used to living paycheck to paycheck that you don't pay attention to where you're spending money and what you're spending it on. If you had a budget, you would know you had that third paycheck. And maybe something would come up in the month and you'd have to use part of it for that. Or maybe you just lived on the two like you normally do and you put some of it towards a bill and some in savings to build an emergency reserve, whatever the case may be. But they're not even aware because they have no plan. They don't know that they're getting that third check. Now, somewhere inside their head, they know. But as far as a matter of planning or anything like that, they have no idea. So that's the first thing I want you to think about is you got to have a budget. And if you don't have a budget, you're going to fail because you only got so much money coming in 
and you can only have so much going out. Or as I've said before on a prior podcast, if you have $100,000 and you spend $200,000, you're $100,000 in the hole. And if the next month you have $100,000 and you spend $50,000 more, now you're $250,000 in the hole. You never catch up by spending more than you bring in. We should know that from the federal government. They've never found a program they don't like or a place they don't want to spend money. And even if the money isn't doing what it's supposed to do, they can't find a way to bring themselves to stop spending it. That's what they do. Because they have this idea of philosophy and government, and a lot of people are like, well, if I don't use it, then I won't have money. They, they won't budget me that much. The American people won't want to pay me taxes and, and let me spend all this money. But that's a problem. You see, they spend money they don't have. And that's a problem for most of us. That's what I did. I spent money I didn't have. I used to be like other people. Just wait till Uncle Sam pays me back. I'll get a tax return and I'll do all this. That's not a good idea for a savings plan. I I wouldn't want you to do that. So you need a plan about whatever you're doing. Can you afford that car? Can you afford that house? Can you afford what you're doing? And if you can't, what are you going to do to get where you can afford it? Life is full of choices. You have to make those choices. I've told you before on a podcast, my son and his friend who wanted to know why he went on the trip and he went outside and he asked him about the truck payment. He said, well, I'm paying 400 a month on that truck. And my son said, you could go on the same trip I did if you didn't buy that truck. Life is always about making choices. And that's especially true in America because if you listen to TV and you listen to the politicians who are running who really don't care about you, neither side. They just want to stay in power, and the way to stay in power is to promise you everything. But they tell you, if you'll just put me in, you'll promise. And you know what? You've never gotten ahead because you've acted as stupidly as they do. You think you can just spend without having more come in. That's the first thing I want to tell you. The next thing I want to tell you is... In this political realm, there's a lot of the politicians going, we got to support Ukraine, we got to support Gaza, there's genocide, all these people are dying and all, and I don't want anyone to die. But this is the first I'll tell you. The next I'll relate how families taking care of family members in this idea that, you know, if we've got all this ammunition and weapons and personnel and things, and right now we don't have personnel there, but if we keep giving it to them, What happens when we need that should we need it? We don't have it because we've spent it elsewhere. We've given it to other people. I had a lady once in our church that we'd have to help sometimes, and she felt bad that we would have to help her all the time. And so finally she went out and helped someone, and then she had to come ask us for help. And I had to tell her, look, there'll be a day you can help other people. And when that day comes, you do that. But until then... Just tell us who needs the help, and we can help them. And now we're not helping two people. We're helping one, and we can help somebody else because you don't need the help right now. And that's the thing we need to remember. There, again, are only so many resources. You may want to do a lot of good things and support a lot of good causes, but, again, there's choices, and you only have so much money coming in. Then the last thing I want to tell you in this podcast that really tears at my heart, it's not that I don't care about other people across the world who might be dying, starving, being hurt by wars or droughts or famines. But here's the thing, like I tell families, and especially sometimes I tell mothers, because a lot of times when I'm talking to mothers and they're feeling bad, they can't do this and they can't do that. You know, if you're doing for everything 
and everybody all the time, and you wear yourself out, and you use all your resources, what's going to happen when you're not there? Who's going to take care of them then? So that's the first point. You need to let people learn to take care of themselves. Because if you give away everything, when you run out, who's going to do it? Whether you run out of money, you run out of other resources, or you run out of your health. Who's going to do it? The next thing, and the last thing I want to tell you, as we think about how we help others in this idea of being generous and giving, is when Jesus talked about starting his church, he said that he would meet him in Jerusalem, and he did. And he gave him a commission before that. But when he got to Jerusalem and he met him, he said, I want you to begin in Judea and Samaria and then the other most parts of the world. So, this is the thing. He started there in Jerusalem. That's where he met him. And then he went to Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the world. You got to take care of your own door place. You got to take care of your own strength, your own health, and your own needs. Because if you don't, you'll find yourself failing financially, physically, medically, spiritually, emotionally. You'll find yourself failing in every way. Now, that doesn't mean we put everything on ourselves and only look to ourselves, but we make sure we've got a firm foundation and that we can build on that foundation in reaching out to others. And it starts, first of all, with your family, and then your neighborhood, and then your community, and then your city, and then your state, and your nation, and so forth. And that's really just what I want to tell you today. We've got to learn in America that we can't help everybody in the world at our own expense. Because we have people here that very much deserve to have help. We have people here that are dying, not dying in a war because of some stupid, power-hungry person, but because they don't have enough medicine, they don't have the right medical treatment, and they're dying. Or because that we're not teaching them how not to be angry, how not to be selfish. We're teaching them that they should have everything. And nobody has everything, not even millionaires and billionaires. They have to make choices or even they would run out of money. And as I've told you before, there's some millionaires that live paycheck to paycheck because they thought they had to have it all. So this week, focus on what you have to have, what you need, when enough is enough, and then reach out to others. But be sure you're set yourself, you're on a solid foundation before you reach out to others. I hope America learns to do that. And that starts by each of us individually learning to do that and holding our government accountable to doing the same. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time. Blessing, protection, and favor until we meet again.